1: A very difficult day in Bristol, and a NASCAR legend drives off this weekend. Those are your lead stories for this morning's Buzzcast. It is Friday, November 6th. Good morning, I'm Abe Madcore. Made it to Friday. I do want to start with the news out of Bristol yesterday. I feel for so many people at that company and people who have lost their jobs at that company, ESPN laid off 300 employees and will let 200 open positions go unfilled. Our John Oran was reporting that the cuts will affect most divisions across the company but are concentrated in broadcast productions as people who are on the road producing games at ESPN will be greatly impacted by this. In a memo to company employees, ESPN President Jimmy Pataro said the cuts were the result of a reorganization plan which is focused on digital streaming that predated the COVID pandemic but was certainly accelerated in recent months. Also look for talent to be eventually impacted by these changes but overall a very difficult day. At ESPN. Let's shift to the NBA because players on Thursday night tentatively approved the league's plan to start the 2021 season in just about five weeks on December 22nd. That means they would have to get to training camp in less than a month so this is a really truncated schedule but the union announced it had accepted most of the plans. So this will be a 72 game regular season tipping off before Christmas that means the NBA season will be completed before the Tokyo Olympics, which are scheduled to start July 23rd. Now, there are things still to figure out. They've got to figure out some salary cap and some health and safety matters. That means the schedule wasn't locked in. Apparently, the league and the union are still negotiating over how much a player's salaries in the next two seasons will be placed in an escrow. So that figure has yet to be determined. And that's surely to be a difficult negotiation over escrow. Meanwhile, the NBA, according to the Athletic, plans to open arena suites in certain markets where it's allowed and open it up to fans at 25 to 50% capacity for the 2021 season, again, based on local regulation. Let's shift to the NFL because the league apparently is coming down pretty hard on the Las Vegas Raiders for repeated COVID violations. Now reports have that the NFL has fined the Raiders $500,000 Coach John Gruden, $150,000. But it's also taken a six-round draft pick away from the Raiders. That is the most damning punishment that I've seen out there. And when the league starts taking away draft picks for teams for COVID violations, you know they're really trying to send a message. The Raiders can appeal this punishment. Two stories out of baseball to keep an eye on. Incoming Mets owner Steve Cohen is becoming quite the active member on Twitter. He's tweeted that he is hoping to close on his purchase of the Mets today and that will be followed by an introductory news conference for fans on Tuesday. Liberty Media's recent quarter results gave a financial glimpse into the operations of the baseball team, the Atlanta Braves, and not surprisingly, the Braves took a major economic hit from the coronavirus in the July through September quarter. The Braves' revenue for the quarter declined just about 50% from a year ago from 212 million in 2019 to 110 million in 2020 the Braves revenue for the third quarter came mostly from local and national broadcast rights sponsorships and various other MLB national income. Over to golf, where the PGA Tour hosted its largest COVID era crowd yesterday during the first round of the Vivint Houston Open. They had 2,000 spectators on the grounds at Memorial Park Golf Course. That's the first PGA Tour event played in the United States to allow general admission since March. Now, while this is great news for the Houston event, tournaments in early 2021 for the PGA Tour are still undecided whether they will allow fans on site. The Sony Open in Hawaii earlier this week, that'll be played in early January. They have already established that they will not have any fans on the ground when they play again, second week of January. Well, let's end with two events over the weekend. First, congratulations to NASCAR getting so close to crowning a champion. Remember when NASCAR returned at Darlington, the first sport really to return? That seems like so long ago. Well, Phoenix Raceway will host the NASCAR championship over the weekend, and especially the championship race on Sunday. About 20% of the track will be filled. That's about 8,000 fans at Phoenix Raceway. The big story for me, a farewell to Jimmy Johnson. What a career, what a 19-year career for Jimmy Johnson. He's won 83 times on the series. That's tied for six all-time. He has seven NASCAR Cup championships. What a great ambassador for the sport, a great driver. There's an absolutely killer ad campaign that Chevy has rolled out today, full-page ad in the USA Today. Now, we know Jimmy Johnson plans to run an IndyCar schedule next year with Chip Ganassi Racing with the potential to do one-off races in NASCAR. But by and large, this is the farewell for a true NASCAR legend and jimmy johnson and really one of the class acts in my opinion in all of sports and finally the breeders world cup championship will take place as scheduled today and tomorrow at keeneland fans will not be allowed on the grounds this weekend but they will be a lot of production promotions around the event and so you can see a lot of the racing of course through different media channels but the breeders cup world championships At Keeneland. That is your morning buzzcast for a Friday, November 6th. Again, I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everyone has a good weekend, a relaxing weekend. I think we all need it. I will talk to you again on Monday.
0: Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park